Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 77 Ooh. of Press Any Key. Lucky. Yes. Double lucky. Double lucky. I'm your host, Pat Napperano. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mike Burke. Hello. Nick from... Uh, Via Simulcast. Yeah, the yeah. Simulcast. Yeah. <laughs> On the West Coast. The first uh, global concert, satellite concert ever. Yeah. <laughs> 1.5 billion people, dude. Never before, never, never. again. <laughs> Where is he from? Um... <laughs> And uh, what are we doing? We got Jess here, too. I'm also Jess here. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Jess is here, by the way. I, I derailed him. I, I apologize. <laughs> it's um, okay. Oh, yeah. Share, like, all the good stuff. All, everything the algorithm likes. There'll be a, there'll be a thumbnail. You know, Enjoy. that'll help. <laughs> all of our shows get our views afterwards, like a week after. I, hey, like, it's, you know, it takes time, but... We're, we're getting more Top views. Top Gun 1's up to 100 again. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah, we... Uh, yeah, if you don't want to listen or watch the entire podcast, we clip it out. We do the fun stuff and we do the little parts. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you watch the twenty-minute version of the show ten times. So if you can't handle fun stuff it. and the little parts, my <laughs> favorite parts of, the, of every episode. Is that what I said? Yes, <laughs> yes, you did. You said that. <laughs> Everyone, and so we, I'm, I'm going to title yeah. like our, our our playlist: fun stuff and the little stuff in the little parts. <laughs> the little parts. little parts. Get it right. I'm so sorry, man. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. That's the name uh, we should name our uh, a band that fun stuff in the little parts. Oh, I thought you were saying we should name a band. Man, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> well, that that's our that's our that's first, the first album. album. Yeah. All right. So um, we got some fun stuff to talk about tonight. <laughs> we got some little we got some some little parts little to talk parts. about. Little parts. Uh, big one up. Main topic for the night. We're talking about Elvis. Now, if you didn't see Elvis, you're gonna have to leave. Well, I mean. Oh, is is it really out. a spoiler? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> what happens? Yeah, um, it's like I was telling my dad he was watching Narcos, and I was like, you know that, like, you know, he dies at the end, right? Because this is historically accurate. And he's like, what? <laughs> Why would you tell me? And I was like, you don't have to change anything yeah, but around. We'll we'll get into it. I was disappointed with how they portrayed. His I dad. know. You know what I was looking for. You, <laughs> we'll talk. About I think everybody it. knows exactly what I was looking for in that <sighs> moment. Um, and then. We're going to talk about Obi-Wan series. We haven't really been doing episodic reviews. I mean, I shotgun the whole thing last night, this morning. And um, is that indicative of how it is? I We're going to be doing uh, spoilers, boilers, and yeah. gargoyles yeah, for uh, Obi-Wan. I don't know if anybody else caught that. but uh, I'm expecting something in each, Nick. Yes. The All funny right. part is is that I copied the, the copy out of that document and I put it in mine, and somehow that still landed up on the list, and I didn't see it until I said it. Um, okay, and then uh, some some hot drama this week in the world of comic book movies. Now, listen, it's not really a comic book movie, but it was a big event in the community, and it was the only thing I read on on in within About. the Spider Man comic book community oh, for boy. two to three full days. So I think it's worth just recapping for people who aren't aware. Uh, the so Netflix announces their their ad subscription tier, and then we have some Evil West gameplay, which mm-hmm. we're going to start with right the fuck now. So I haven't seen this yet. However, I did watch. Oh, you haven't watched any of it. I've watched their gameplay before. Yeah, and I'm totally like I'm. This is a day one buy for me for sure. This looks right up your alley. Yes, this is a hundred percent a pat game for sure. Pat game. All right, we're starting it. Ooh. Ah, see, they already got me on the setting and the 
Ah, oh, that 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 is a satisfying <laughs> noise. The sound design. And then they reward you with money. <laughs> I get to shoot a corpse. <laughs> they reward you with money. Like there's that ch that sweet cha ching. For $36 in cash coins. Dude, collecting coins it, in Mario has come a in, long way. Their in-game currency is money. <laughs> <laughs> it did. If you also didn't know, TNT explodes. Explosive barrels. Okay, I'm okay with this. This is all good stuff so far. Yeah. It's uh, then we get over the shoulder. I love this. This guy's yelling and he's like, you know, like, I'm going to kill you. And then instantly it's just like, nah, fuck you. Nice. <laughs> he wasn't nice. even like another villain, you know. Or a, oh, like a, I want to play this right now. So it's like a combo of it. It's very God of War. Oh, feeling dude, dude. like yeah, like that was hundred percent God just, of War. Just wait. There's one thing he does with a guy in like two, three seconds. I'll sh that you'll see. This guy actually. Fuck Watch. yeah. Ready? Fuck wait. yeah. Fuck oh yeah! My <laughs> oh my god! I need to Punches play this him fucking up, game. Combos him and then just shoots him 15 times with a pistol into pieces. Dude, you can't tell me this game doesn't look fucking awesome. It's cool. It's cool looking. It looks a lot like God of War with like the brutality and like the like the up close punchy combat, but you get a gun. And then, uh, they're pre-render cutscenes, Liam. Yeah, but hmm. it's something about vampires. It's the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This, so the this, enemies this are guy, vampires. This guy you'll see is a is a vampire dude. With my interest is peaked. They said dating and a vampire. I'm gonna skip ahead to get get back to gameplay. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the, the enemies are vampires, right? No. The setting is so cool. <laughs> it is a cool like, you know, um, like atmosphere of the game. Like I, we're gotta be in some sort of like underground tomb now or some shit. This right? looks like uh, the planet Exegol in the whatever Star Wars movie the last one was. Bless you. Oh, the, the Y of Skywalker. Yes, oh, yes, here, that Pat, one. watch this. Oh, Ooh. so you get to God like damn punch it. people up and throw them into. What, what are those? What are Trump those? People? They're like people. I think those, there's some kind those of those like, are Rick and Morty characters. I thought you said they were Trump. People, I thought you said Trump, but they're Trump, Trump people. Trump people. Yeah, I, and I was just going with it. Yeah, like okay, that's fine. Like elephant trunk. You're allowed to trash politicians on the show. Don't that's worry. okay. And there's a whole. You know, oh, there's an upgrade system. Upgrade too. tree where you get like different kind of combat moves. This oh is where my it's like, god, you know, this is real, me. real. This God is of all War. for me. I know. This is exactly what I love in video games. Single player, leave me alone. Let me upgrade all my stuff. Here's my question. Do you get to build? I do not think so. Oh. Speaking of building, one of my friends who was here last night says he had, he plays seven days. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Interesting. I guess yeah, we never stop game. playing Minecraft then. Right? <laughs> we're, not, we're not stopping no. Minecraft. So this is also single player. It is online co-op. Says that. Oh, that's right. Okay, so what's the deal with that? Did they explain how that works yet? Don't. Maybe. Um, I'm just reading that down, like, was details. Cool. And, but it's got like you can tell it's got like the the you have the dodge roll, so you get like the Dark Souls kind of right dodgy thing. And it's a good mix of, you know, like when you want to punch people, you punch people. When you want to shoot people, you shoot people. It's got that free flow vibe I can see right now. Uh, dude, that. Oh, yeah. God, that's fucking awesome. It's and That's it's also cool got too. like it, so it like is this like, supposed to be like a boss battle? Or is he just this is like a, this is a boss battle? 
Why is it? Why are you only fighting the minions though right now? What the fuck? Because I think a lot of it, as I was about to say, it's like it reminds me of Bioshock, where you have to do like. I was just gonna say it's yeah. very Bioshock. The character design's very Bioshock, and where you have to kind of manage multiple enemies, like that kind of you know play style, and you can then affect use the other enemies to you know kill that guy. Like he was punching him up and then throwing him into him to do damage. Mm -hmm. So, um, it is a, you know. I can read. I can read some of the description if you want while we're watching it. Yeah, go for it. Cool. But read it as if you're a Mario from I'm not Mar Mario Brothers. Yeah. I'm gonna do it as Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt Mario. doing Mario. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a dark menace consumes the American frontier. As one of the last agents in a top secret vampire hunting institute, you are a final line between humanity and a deep rooted terror that now emerges from the shadows. Uh, rise up to become a Wild West superhero, eradicate the vampire there threat, and save the United States. Oh, do we want to <laughs> save the United States? I don't know about that last part, though. Yeah. So you get it, visceral explosive combat, unleash hell with your firearms, lightning fuel, Yeah, dude, you have like, there's like three guns on your back. You have a big-ass fucking glove on that has a grappling hook on it. Yet kill bloodthirsty monstrosities in the style as a lone hunter or a co-op with a friend. So I guess it's only two-player, like, you know. That'd be fine. Uh, Who yeah, wants to totally co-op with me? Uh, explore and fight in a narrative-driven campaign while upgrading your weapons and hunting tools. <laughs> Unlock new perks to evolve your monster-slaying mastery. Um, myths and legends uh, are retold. A grapple. So it's just Vampire Wild West, which, like, not undermining that. That's a cool kind of like Abraham Lincoln vampire yeah. hunter yeah. kind of deal. God, this looks awesome. I can't... I saw... Yeah, there, there's, like, several things about saving America here and... Not a good time to. Not, not a, a great time, time. Not a great time to talk about. Not a great that. time to talk about saving America. Okay, so this is like some of the. So this is like the stuff that people. Oh, the. Yeah. This is like the real boss. Okay, so let's. But okay. like, it looks cool. Oh, like, bat! A bat creature. Well, vampires, I guess. Man bat. Man bat. <laughs> man bat. Highborn man bat. Oh yes. Wow, wow. It looks like the Valkyrie from God of War. Yeah, it's really. Dude, this looks sick. What is this on? It's uh, gonna be on like everything. PC, PS5. I'm pretty sure is is the uh, initial launch, and then it'll go to Xbox. It's later. also coming to PS4. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it's coming to PC though, I'm 100% playing yeah, this on P PC. Yeah, it's, it's coming to PC. It's gonna be out September 20th so far. Um, oh, that's uh, right around our birthdays, Mike. You're oh. saying September twentieth? It said. Yeah. Okay, what? I'll be around. Someone could buy it, Nick. If you buy this for me, I'll buy this for you. <laughs> okay, that sounds fair. I was gonna say maybe like uh, Pat with his new company card. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> hook us up. Hey, we talked that's, about it. Is, it's an expense. This is the second, or I think this is the second or third time somebody has brought up me expensing something on a company card. Not you guys, like other people. And why is everybody coming after my money? <laughs> hey, man. So I guess you get like this is probably the co-op. You play one or two of those people. Oh, makes sense. Okay, September, September 20th, 20th, PS5, PS4, and is it coming to PC? It is. So I'm looking at the Steam page right now. Oh, okay. Well, that would cool. make sense. Well, that, that would do it. Well, I'm fucking in on that. I'm all in on that. If you pre-order, you get some skins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you won't get me. <laughs> I do want to pre-order... Um, God, what what's that? Uh, there's a game coming out in the fall. Oh, the new Call of Duty. There's so much they're giving away with the pre-order. Oh, for real? That I have, I I'm obligated to. You got it. Like what? What kind of stuff? Um, <laughs> I forget. Things. I forget. I forget. Like what the what the multiplayer stuff is. Like majority of it. 
because ultimately, like, who cares? Yeah. But comes with a with a with they're a, giving away <laughs> plans where you every... can you can uh, 3D print a gun <laughs> <They're>... oh <my laughs> and a <God>. permit. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> Treyarch is now <laughs> partnered <laughs> with the NRA. <laughs> um, but uh, no, what's that? Uh, I you get like the whole skin pack for Ghost. And he's my favorite character. It's like you get 10 skins for that motherfucker. And it's just for a pre-order. It doesn't cost you any more money. And I'm going to buy it anyway. So, And you get a battle pass. Oh, you do? Yeah, with 50 tier skips. So, Oh, that is fucking wanna, worth it. This is just for you. For like, sure. It's like, do you want to skip a that's, bunch of shit? Yes. Pay, that's you don't me. pay extra? Right there. Oh. Start with an advantage. I'm there. Jess, were you going to say something? Oh, I was going to um, ask how long that video was. Because it feels like they, they like... Showed you a lot of stuff. It's like a ten. It's ten minutes. It's like of ten gameplay. minutes. Oh. Well, it was oh. cool. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like they usually don't show you that much. Yeah, it's like a proper well, yeah. gameplay. It depends. Trailer. It depends on how far along they are in development. And when this was revealed, this was already like pretty baked. pretty deep in. Yeah. So, um, pretty. Baked. They can now show like ten minutes and put out trailers. And if it's coming out September twentieth, which is it's. June. Three months? Christ, it's yeah. June, yeah. So like three months. God damn. Wow. Three months. It's September. Yeah. Let that sink in. April, June, and November. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Get some help. Uh all right. Speaking of stopping it, because I'm probably gonna cancel my subscription. Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we got a week. Stranger things will be done and then yeah, like, yeah. what else and am I gonna, gonna watch? Uh there's some Nef- there's some stand up specials I gotta catch up on, but um santa, santa specials yep some stand-up santa specials I, was, <laughs> I thought you were like really excited about holiday specials on netflix i can't wait to watch the santa specials it's relevant and you didn't even see elvis nick that's a big uh, plot point okay oh um netflix is that what happened to elvis that's he didn't die happened. he becomes santa claus <laughs> nick spoilers chill Did i just chill, spoil chill, the whole chill. movie thanks everybody um so yeah, Netflix announces an ad subscription tier service, I guess. So like their quote was that this isn't changing the base experience. Like what you have will not change. This is straight up like without in so many words. They said, yeah, this is for poor people. They like, literally is. Hey, Netflix is too expensive for me and I don't mind advertising. Yeah, exactly. So you get a uh, we're adding an ad tier. Yeah. I pay like $20 a month, I think, right now. I think it's like 18 bucks or something like that. Whatever the 4K package is, that's what I have. I don't even have that. Like, I have... It, yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine. Right. What's the? How much is the 4K package? Let me look it up. That's the... That's well, like, the right I'm now, spending I'm, I have $40 Netflix a month. Up. It's the, their top tier, the premium, is 20 bucks. Yeah, but you, I think oh, okay, I have, yeah, then I think I have, I have that. the middle tier plus like one or two the, extra stream, like streaming capabilities for... You know, like if pe- multiple people want to watch it once, twenty dollars a month doesn't seem that bad, though. That's this. That's fifteen forty nine for that one, Mike. That's it. Yeah. So it's like you know, seventeen bucks after tax. Yeah, and then yeah. I guess this one will be like seven dollars or something, and whatever Hulu probably is with a uh, sub price. Yo, who for for real? Who has Hulu Premium? I don't know. I don't know. A yeah, Hulu seven uh, seven bucks is what Hulu. Okay. Is. So I'm sure it's going to be the exact same price. Yeah. Maybe a little cheaper. Too. If they want to do five ninety nine, but like, 
And I'm, I don't I'm, want ads. I, I'm always considering getting Hulu Premium just because their ads are so repetitive and so frequent. It's like and they're nonstop. Badly tailored. Like Yeah. <laughs> there was a Yeah, good, their ad targeting is not great. There was a good point when I was watching like I think I went when I was watching Solar Opposites. Mm-hmm. I was getting ads that was like exclusively in Spanish for like two weeks. (laughs) Nice. For me, like, and I was, you know, like not even like just, you know, little bit like actually properly the whole ad in Spanish. Huh. And it was for like, you know, I don't know, like Spanish insurance or something like something that I will never buy. Something that you'll never buy. (laughs) Liberty insurance in Spanish. Damn, that's, that's good data right there. That's, they didn't get bad data at all. I know. (laughs) You just. Crawl any bit of anything for me, and it's like, show me an Xbox. Just Google Mike Burke, (laughs) like you have the problem. Yeah, (laughs) very general name. Don't don't find me out there. That's the like everybody gets freaked out about data harvesting. It's like if if I just get better ads, I don't really care about my data being harvested. (laughs) Let me ask you guys a question. Well, I mean, I think they should be taxed on that data, though. They hundred percent should. Um, are, are any of you guys thinking of changing your um netflix package for this one or no if it's five dollars and i'm literally like a third of the cost i probably will i i legitimately like don't watch anything on netflix i mean i'll change it after stranger things so i don't have to sit through like 20 ads in a two-hour episode oh true but i mean really like my grandma uses my netflix and i don't think she's gonna complain if there's an ad or two about it what is she? Yeah, does, but dude? how many screens do you get with this new package, though? I'm like, will will your grandma be able to use it as well as you? I'm guessing it'll be like that'll be the adjustment to the base tier, and then whatever like mm-hmm. you know additions you want to do will be the same. So like a la carte. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know, or maybe not. Maybe I mean, like seven dollars or buy a bigger package, bitch. I mean I, that it could be. I don't even like. I don't even think we need that anymore. But I got it when I was using Netflix. My brother was, my parents were, because it was the only thing. Yeah, I mean, my whole house still uses it, so. Yeah. I wish more people used it so they get more for my money. Yeah. What I want to know is, does this new package include the gaming? I, Everybody's oh, favorite part uh, of Netflix. I would say no, dude. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. There's no way. They would not put that much infrastructure into something that costs so cheap when they charge so many people. A well, I mean, the Netflix it. gaming infrastructure is like no better than what would be on a, you know, a free game on a phone. Yeah. And it, does, it doesn't even you're not using the Netflix app. It just reroutes you to the, the like the, the um, Google Play or Apple Play store. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, <laughs> I'm sure it'll get I forgot about that, hopefully or something. But. I don't I'm looking know. Looking at this article from Input Mac, the uh, the title is "I played every Netflix game." What the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> it starts off with the earliest days of dark mobile gaming. Is how to describe it. Oh God, dude, Netflix is shit in the bed right now. But yeah, I don't think I would change my subscription. What about you, Jess? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll I'm willing to give it a shot at first just to see what it's like. But I mean, I'm I'm like kind of used to ads from every other service at this point. Yeah. You know. But I mean, if it I don't know. I'll wait and see how it goes. I'm not making any decisions yet. Well, this is also like a direct response to Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers earlier this year, and that mm-hmm. was like the first time they saw a decline. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, well, there's a whole, fuck. there's a whole market they're leaving off the table and that's the working poor and they're coming for you now. Yeah. <laughs> oh Don't worry, poor the people, they're poor. coming for you. Okay. They're like, Hey, listen, 
You'll be able to watch TV while you starve. Okay, like it'll be fine. <laughs> you can watch. Is it cake? And then be like starving <laughs> yeah. watching. It. Yeah, <laughs> please let cake, them guys. watch. Is it cake? <laughs> Don't worry. Holy we took shit. anything that will remind you of basic necessities off the streaming service. <laughs> You cannot watch any shows about food, transportation, political uprising. <laughs> like, it's just going to censor every possible thing to like. Anything that would give you any idea right. of, of how fucked up you really have it. <laughs> Here, please enjoy, you know, another Netflix so it's, original. It's the China version of, of, um, it very well Netflix. could be. Yeah. This All is right. probably like two in, in response to them just, continuing to like I, I mean obviously like lose all of their money and everything but all of the other shit where they're trying to like you know like you can't share passwords you can't share these like these are all you know nice media spins as being like yeah but i remember all that happened I'm, I'm waiting for the major play though what's that gonna be like what could that be the theaters what netflix in theater netflix releases their movies in theaters well a while ago they were talking about buying their own theaters you know <laughs> remember COVID when that happens. was a thing they talked about buying AMC. Yeah. That would have been fucking crazy. Well, imagine I mean, you have a Netflix subscription and that also just works with your A-list now. That'd be kind of cool. Dude, I'd be about it. Okay. And Netflix is like, yeah, we're going to put all of our movies, shitty or not, in the movie theater because we own the distribution. They would literally probably be like, here, $20 for a day. Just you can go. <laughs> Don't leave. And, you know, you can go and like. It would be fucking, it would be something else for sure. But then the other problem is the other, the problem I have with them buying theaters as opposed to just putting their movies in theaters is that substantially moves the needle and sets a precedent in Hollywood because Disney has also talked about either buying a chain already or investing in their own and then just releasing Disney properties in it. See, I have, I don't have a problem with Netflix doing it, but I have a major problem with Disney doing it because they've got control over too much as it is. You know, I, I think, um, yeah, definitely. I think though, it's like they would have done it if it would have been like viable at this point. Like I know they were talking about it, and I'm sure they like. It just doesn't seem like that's a. They're waiting for somebody to make the first move, Mike. Don't, yeah, don't but, like. The time to do it would have been during COVID when it, you know, it's like movie theaters were like, you know, like we need help. We're a sinking right. ship. <laughs> we'll pay you to like, but that's the thing. It's like, it's constantly, well, they were busy subsidizing their own streaming service yeah. at that point, but it, it's constantly the difficult challenge to get children and women, you know, statistically into movies. Mike, is it really that big of a challenge to get children? Yeah, dude, and women? it's such a big challenge. This, that's why this they put day them and in, age, Nick, bro. Nick, that's <laughs> why they put them in the fucking lifeboats first on the Titanic. St no, the in entertainment industry Actually, in America would have fucking collapsed. Okay, like, very statistically, <laughs> most of the people that do go see movies and everything are forty-year-old men. Yeah, men like you know, twenty to fifty or whatever, like that demographic. Eighteen in to there. thirty-five, yeah, I whatever the is, fuck it is. Yeah. You but, mean me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nick. Nick is the, you're the poster child that comes up. This is our target demographic, and it's like, wasn't his beard different last week? <laughs> that's that's why I'm always changing it up. I don't want Disney coming for you. Have, they have to pay you every week to use a new photo. You just see a pair of Mickey ears move by his window. They're there, Nick. Huh? <laughs> This is why he's so outspoken about not wanting Disney theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, to get back on topic, either way, I think that. This is a good this is a better idea because now they're not leaving money on the table to have this subscription. 
Uh, they're eventually they're gonna raise their prices. So you know, inflation, digital goods, man, they get more expensive. Um, but ultimately, I think the theaters is where Netflix's future lies. It's just from like a like a business perspective, right? Yeah, like dude. That. What if and then what if they went to a weekly release schedule and they did shit where like. The new episode of Stranger Things is playing in our theater tonight. You know, I would I would probably go do that. You like, know what I, I mean? think that would be fun. Then there's a bunch of dudes dressed up as Demi Gorgons and Demi Gorgons. <laughs> Demi Lovato Gorgons. Yeah. <laughs> Demi Lovato Gorgons. Uh there's a, there's a big tentacle monster. Uh there's somebody who's there with their friend. I, I really I'm really enjoying your <laughs> your like marketing only perspective of Stranger yeah, Things right here. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. But that's a cool. Uh, that's oh, a cool oh you, I'm not saying like we, we hire people for that. I'm saying that's just what you're going to cultivate. No, I, I know, but I'm you saying know? that you haven't seen Stranger Things. So you're like, I know the three main will, like villains here. <laughs> it's a big uh, tentacle man. Get a bunch <laughs> of chicks with crew cuts. <laughs> Those will be in full supply that night. <laughs> just walking around. You just have a bunch of children. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The future lies for Netflix in physical entertainment locations so we're going back to selling dvds <laughs> no, we're going mailing, back to the physical the dvds that would be a crazy play imagine <laughs> if it worked though but it would also only be people in their 40s once again yeah i don't own anything that has an optic like drive an optical drive yeah, yeah. <laughs> like neither do i well no i guess the ps5 what I, I might, hey, you, PS4, you're the only yeah, person I, I know that has a collection of physical you know playable discs I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> 4K DVDs. <laughs> 4K DVDs. 4K Blu-rays. Blu-ray, Blu-rays. Blu Blu-rays. All right. Either way, though, yes, I think I think it, Netflix lies there. But even then, the ad service is fine, too. How do you think that would work? Like, if they did have a theater, do you think it would be, like, when, when a show first premieres, it would be in the theater, and then, like, after you'd be able to watch it on the app? Well, I'm saying that what if if they go to a weekly release schedule, if they did like one like, you know, for instance, like Stranger Things is a big enough show. Mm -hmm. So once a week, why wouldn't they have showings at their theater? This is literally how movies were in like 1920. Yeah. You know? And then also they <laughs> like churn out that. so much bullshit like I know. so fast. It would it would definitely There's have to be much. like their main, you know, like table stakes things. But I could totally like see it would be really cool to every week go and see like the new stranger things with like your friends and shit. Cause yeah, you're bringing back that yeah. collective viewing experience. They also need to bring, can you do a watch party on Netflix yet? I don't, you can do one on Disney plus and it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I know you can have like non official watch party, but I don't think Netflix <laughs> has share a, your screen on discord. Yeah. You know, uh, um, uh, Netflix also needs to get the watch parties going yeah. because that retains a lot of users when you're like, ah, um, my mom and dad are divorced and my dad lives on the West coast and we still got to watch shameless. So <laughs> we do a watch party. <laughs> this is the only thing we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> our dinner, so we've got left. Our dinners are silent. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the sound of utensils hitting the plate. Oh my gosh. And yeah. That does taste good. <laughs> that's yeah, it. This, this, this reheated pizza is pretty good. Dad. Yeah. Why you, who eats pizza with a fork and knife? why he's divorced <laughs> he's from scottsdale arizona and he's never going back oh christ dry heat. 
It's a dry heat. It keeps my pizza nice and crispy. Yeah. <laughs> my blood thin. <laughs> Speaking of the heat, there's been Spider-Man some heat. Lotus got some fucking heat this past <laughs> week. To say it lightly. Oh, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. Okay. So I watched this whole situation unfold on Twitter. I am not exclusively the only person who saw this. This is not some... This already happened. However... I think it's too crazy of a story not to be told. So, have I mentioned the these this fan film like project? You've that brought it up before. Okay. Yeah. So there's this for people who don't know. There's this fan movie being made right now called Spider-Man Lotus. Right. I have not been on this fucking this uh this gravy train of Spider-Man Lotus since the beginning. I'd only caught on because the director got really big on social media by um, he had a lot of hot takes on Spider-Man. Yeah. And they so, like, that was when they were showing like a bunch of like the screen grabs and shit from it or whatever. And it was, yeah. like people were like, what Spider-Man movie is this? From? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And it was so um, either way though, he ended up, uh, I think it was like a, a Kickstarter account or one of those crowdfunding sites. He got $120,000 from his following to, make this spider-man fan film which i am told that the reason that the reason he wanted to make this fan film is because he didn't like the current mcu spider-man so it was reactionary in nature like he didn't like what was being put out there so he the was best like, things are created out of yeah <laughs> you know so he was like you know what i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna put my own filmmaking hat on now apparently he did this when he was like 19 so he's 22 now so he's been working on this project for years right um, not only that, he had, obviously he had some buddies with him and they, that, that, that dude, he, this is like straight up, like apparently he was a, allegedly he was uncool to one of them mm-hmm. when that kid was nine years old, very uncool to him. He is now, it's now that kid is now 15 and was the one that leaked these DMS and got his revenge and other shit. Like apparently they didn't pay the people. Like, yeah, on the apparently movie. They, you know, yeah. there's right. There's like, that. There's a there's lot a, of like building. There's a lot of stuff that came out afterwards, but the entire, I'll just, script, I'll just right? get, like, yeah, yeah. I'll just get to yeah, go for it. Um, basically. So first thing that happened was the lead actor of the movie. What's his name? Wayne, Wayne Warden? Warden, right? I've never Just heard of him very, before. Very like you know comic book name. Yeah, yeah, per- yeah. It's the perfect name. It's the perfect for name for him for Too sure. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Oops. All right. So these DMs got leaked, and they um they're pretty fucking bad. I mean, I'm not gonna pull them up here, and I'm obviously not gonna repeat them, but they're not great. You can go look them up if you want. Um, and now apparently these messages came from years ago, and these guys are in their early twenties. So they were making these comments when they were teenagers. Classic 15-year-old, yeah. like Xbox lobby. I'm pretty like. sure someone made the claim that one of them was from 2020. So I don't, but like from what everything else I read, it seemed like they this had been going on for, like this went on years ago. Right. So that comes out, right? And that causes a whole shit storm to happen because literally the day before this, maybe like 48 hours, the director, the original guy, he posted a, um, the fucking Adobe assembly cut, a picture of it, saying, like, 
Oh, like, uh, you know, like the first cuts in and it's around 100. It's around an hour and 46 minutes. And like, it's going to go to this. And like, he has his plans and it'll be out like sometime by the end of the summer. Right. Right. Whew. Man, I don't know if he can keep that timeline yeah, that's anymore. A, that's a real. So. The lead actors, um, his. um, His DMs leak. Right. And it's it's pretty damning. Right. So all this goes on and everyone's going after um, everyone starts going after him and starts asking the director for accountability. You're going to keep this guy in the movie, da, 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 da. you know, because that's like um, that's like everyone's thing now is like they have to like even though the movie's already shot. You right, know you what I mean? To, you have to Amber Heard justify. Yeah. And there's <laughs> like, no way that's going to happen in no. a fan made like movie. Yeah, they can't. They cannot reshoot the movie if they're like, "Here's the first cut." It was like, made for a hundred and twenty grand. It's just not in the budget. Yeah, it's no. just not going to happen. So he releases a statement saying that he didn't know about this, and he was very sorry, and that this isn't going to stop him from making the movie, and that the person he worked with on set and he created this character with for this movie, he's uh, what's it called? He never saw that, so he stands by him. Right. Which, fair enough. Then his DMs leak. <laughs> the shot chaser combo yes. and shit. Like. Yes. So then his DMs Ooh. leak. And they're even worse <laughs> than the original guys. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's a oh, fan-made movie. Like, these people are probably <laughs> yeah. assholes. Like. So his DMs leak. And now there are a bunch that went around that were photoshopped and aren't real mm-hmm. and not. And I don't know how or why they are photoshopped, but I do know that people who were in the movie and who worked on the movie go, Oh, those are definitely not real. I've seen the real messages. Like those aren't them. Right. Okay. But however, I did see the real ones. They're pretty bad as well. Once again, apparently these come from years ago in different group chats and like, you know, they were young and stupid. I, I, Either way, though, yeah, this like, movie, this fan movie, generated so much hype in the community, and it, dude, it was all burned to the ground in six hours. Can like, you imagine, like, this was a really bad marketing ploy. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we're gonna be like, we're not getting anything for this. So, like- <laughs> as you know, though, Twitter is gonna do what Twitter does, as it does, and Twitter had some hilarious takes. Jeez. On- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as 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 all oh. of, all of the tweets, all, of, all oh, of the DMs were very like racist and homophobic yeah, yeah. messaging. So that's where this applies from. Yeah. So um, then we have uh, oh god, <laughs> you better <laughs> lead scene from Spider. You better be white under that mask. <laughs> yeah, man, I have really dark humor. That's <laughs> racism. <laughs> why are they? Uh, why are they doing this to me? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, because you're just previewing it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lead actor and create and creator revealed to be racist. Drop the Green Goblin costume to distract from. Fa- okay. So that's the other thing too. While all this hysteria is going on, they dropped um uh the Green Goblin costume mm-hmm. from Spider-Man Lotus, right? And look at this shit, you guys. Holy shit. Look oh, at this costume. <laughs> it looks like a porn version of Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> oh, God. It looks like up. something from Halloween Town. 
<laughs> yeah, a porn version. Did you? Did you? Did, uh, by Halloween Town, you mean like the Disney movie, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you cover up his chin in his mouth, and he kind of looks cute. <laughs> like a like a okay, like a playful uh, little imp. I don't. I don't know about that, Nick. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah just, That's a uh, massive underbite. Yeah, that is. It's like a big old pit bull. <laughs> he, they, he, wow. This is Grandpa from Hey Arnold, dude. You. <laughs> You would see this. <laughs> the top of his thing is covering like his balls on so, his head. <laughs> so they released this to kind of like to t- try and distract from this, right? And then guess what, you guys? This actor's DMs leaked and they're oh, racist no. as fuck too. I, I'm just exp- like, <laughs> I wanted it to be like you have this image up and then it's like, and guess what? Then it goes black and white. <laughs> like, yeah. True crime documentary. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, drop Green Goblin costume to distract from the news. Green Goblin is also revealed to be racist. <laughs> so, uh, they were having a rough go of it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, Christ. <laughs> that looks like a... Oh, no. Sorry. Somebody keep, had to make keep, that keep mask. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I don't want to see no more of that. You think they made that prior to this like did they like <laughs> you think know, someone ran to their oh sewing machine was it a, a kkk no, member was like a, just a big spider-man <laughs> fan already we There's live a in chance. a we live in a, a time where the flash is on the run from the police and spider-man is caught in a web of racism <laughs> <laughs> which yeah Ezra miller's still on the run oh i accidentally uh <laughs> you and i are not so different than <laughs> green goblin yeah <laughs> racist green goblin to racist spider-man <laughs> you and i are <laughs> Did oh, you hear his is. like justification for? Oh like, yeah, here yeah. we go, Peter. That's a classic. <laughs> that, I like that one a lot. Um, oh yeah, read the comment. Jamie Foxx is amazing. Electro. Even I, being a racist, look forward to his return in Spider-Man oh, Three and like Spider-Man <laughs> Lotus Director. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> Twitter oh Twitter is just going off. It is not. Holy shit. Man, Lotus is so fucked up. Even Uncle, Uncle Ben got. <laughs> and this is like not even scratching the surface. I mean, this yeah, was geez. fucking like the, wild. The so, ones that you can show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, I don't really want to like read the statements of the three guys that like. But. I will say this. Oh, man. Hmm. They deleted a shit ton of stuff off there. I just... Okay, so I just went to this guy's Twitter account to, like, find some, some of the images. Oh, and boy. just fucking went through his Twitter and deleted like everything. House, yeah. yeah. And so then this is just the the two statements that were left up. Uh, oh, man. I wanted to see the... the oh, do you have them up? The do production... I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Can, uh, I wanted to see if the production cells were up, but look at this. Which this one is? Who is this? Is the director? This or? is the director. Yeah. Yeah. GJK, or I think it's GJK Central is like his at. Yeah. And then um the ma- the uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, how does this make you feel? Those oh are- wait, did this just happen? Oh okay, we're looking at we're looking at we have that. Yeah, you're at. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait, did someone really just tweet this? No. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he said some pretty homophobic things, as you can tell. Yeah. As well. And then Wayne was like, I was raised in the South, and I yeah. didn't have access to technology, so I, mean, I didn't know I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, listen, what? like I said, I'm not going to sit here and defend a bunch of people I don't know, but at the very least, 
if they're making these comments when they're in their as teenagers, it's not okay. But also, nobody's the same person no. they were when they were a teenager. I I mean, the thing is, I don't have a. Uh... I'm going to say sympathy for it because it's not like they did this in like 1995 where, you know, like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, like they knew better. That's like, the thing. It was, I'm not saying it was right back then, but like they were in like their, their <laughs> amount of like visual, like connectivity into the world, like seven years ago yeah. was, is substantial. Yeah. Still. Like, I, like I, they I, were in the South. Yeah. No, I know. They didn't that. have any technology. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, there's so nothing. It's a way you got slam. two racist actors, a racist director, all three of them are definitely homophobes. They all look into a bar. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, by yeah, the way. Like, so um, all this shit comes out. There was all this. So now it's just kind of up in the air. Like, is the movie even going to come out? Because the one actress who plays Gwen, she came out and she said the same thing. That I'm appalled by the things I saw. However, that's not who they were when I worked with them. Are we just waiting and, for her DMs now? And, yeah. yeah right. And she, she fucking Jeff Sessions it real quick. The one that played Mary Jane. She was like. Yo, I'm fucking, I'm out of here. They're like, she didn't, I don't, I'm not entirely sure if she said anything nice. Um, I could look it up on Twitter. I mean, do you blame her though? If she's like an aspiring actress? No. She, yeah. I mean like, um, like I'm not going to yeah. have a, a black mark on my record. But like she that. was like, I'm taking myself off of this project, like all of my credits and everything. And it, it was just kind of, um, it was just kind of like. She was she was removing they they were they were removing her themselves from the project completely and being like, yeah, but you're already in it like and you signed the contract <laughs> like it's his footage so he still says he's gonna put it out because I don't um because that was like always the intention regardless of the hiccup right the other thing is that he has some sort of um he's got to have some sort of like distribution deal and he signs and he's got um the the sponsors from the crowdfunding so he has to put the movie out like legally it's binding yeah i mean well i'm sure there's the like all of his distribution deals are the contingent upon like you being a good person clause that they have in all of this which depends i mean the other thing was that like there's there was one thing i saw people complaining about was um apparently and this is um this might have been one of the photoshop ones is that he called john watts movies garbo and john watts did all three of the new spider-man and um yeah, and even then, like, John Watts, like, DM'd him and told him his trailer looked good and everything. People were, ups, like, the most upset about that. I was like, you got your mind? I was like, who can't, like, there's there's filmmakers who are friends that think each other's movies are garbage. Like, there's yeah, musicians like, who's, who are friends who think that they can't listen to each other's music. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it's a bit, you know pretentious to be like i'm 19 and i think this guy's a piece of shit at directing and yeah but if you can't say dumb if you can't say dumb shit like that not racist and homophobic oh, yeah. shit at 19 then when can you say it no for sure you, like. can, you can you can be as you know like cocky and whatever as you want you can also let everybody criticize you for being an idiot <laughs> like, yeah I think, exactly. I think you need to yes that's the thing if you're gonna say it you gotta get put in your place yeah so no like, that's what i'm John saying watts is garbage then twitter's gonna come at you well, t Spider Man Twitter is going to come at you. Yeah. Most of the world doesn't know who John Watts is. He's not like Scorsese or like Spielberg or more famous director. George Lucas. Spielberger. Spielberger. Uh, who's the, the shell keep, with keep shoes? Going, keep going. What's his name? I'll wait. Shell Silver, Silverstein. Shell Silverstein. <laughs> Joel Schumacher. All right. Um, uh, I just want to say one last thing about this. Why I watched the trailer for Lotus. Why did they make him so whispery the whole time? He's just whispering. Well, it's weird. okay. So I don't. 
his whole thing was Spider-Man is a serious edge lord character. You know what I mean? So but he's not. He's funny and clippy. Uh, that's what. That's that's the. Hey man, that's what I said, but nobody wanted to hear it. <laughs> remember, everybody loved Lotus a couple week a week ago. Everyone yeah. was like, "Can't wait for this." And now every person has abandoned it. Those things are out there. It's it's just it was a wild situation to watch it play out because it's the last thing you'd expect. You know what I mean? Is it? Yes. <laughs> that was very I was, did not see any of that coming. You know, I thought I w- it would come out, I would watch it and be like, "You know what? This oh, okay, you know, I thought it would be at least decent for like independent film." And this is cuz they like scorned one of the actors, I, right? Okay. Like allegedly, Baseline, that's where it came the out. The reason why the director shit got fu- got leaked was I'm pretty sure, and this is allegedly because once again, this is all information that came from Twitter. There was a kid who had wanted to do his own Spider-Man project, and eventually, uh, and like he was gonna first help the director make his, mm-hmm. and it kind of turned into what it is now you know it kind of grew into this spider-man lotus thing and he kind of like just forgot about him and like i don't want to say he used him because how can you use a nine-year-old but i'm just saying he might have just put him up on a pedestal and then he let him down and like he never let that go and whatever and like he's also 15 so you know maybe fucking ruining and aspiring (laughs) right yeah Yeah, you know like like, you were just an asshole to this person yeah exactly i think that's what it comes down to is that like they were just kids and Somebody had a grudge <laughs> and it's fucking wild. And like it ruined I said, a lot of things. Yeah. And the other thing, the last thing I want to just cap it off with is that they did release, um, the, the, uh, they, I, I don't know if they released or they leaked it, but they put out this fight scene from Spider-Man and the green goblin. I have to mute it because it uses star Wars music as a placeholder. <laughs> Really? As if to try to distract, as you see, there's no special effects. Yeah. It looks, you know, like this is fan made off of 120 grand. It doesn't look awful. There's no color correcting yet, though. Right. No, it there's looks no special like effects. A, it's got like a daredevil-y kind yeah. of like combat shooting there. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look awful. No. I thought that was a, a clever trick is to bring the camera towards. I mean, they, they stole that from... Sam Rady. But yeah, see, the, it was copied off of somebody's phone. And, right. But yeah, so it, it, well, it, you know, it didn't look awful, but it turns out the people behind it are, uh, are silly. <laughs> For legal reasons, <sighs> they're silly. <laughs> God damn. Uh, all right, so speaking of silly and depressing, Nick, you want to take, take the reins the, on this one? The Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. This is from my other podcast. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's over, and I'm underwhelmed. Over-Wan Kenobi. So, yeah. straight up, I thought the first act, which is episode one and two, was okay. I thought three and four was mid, and then I thought five and six was, like, genuinely good. I was like, where the fuck was this the whole time? Like... I think oh, I, I just couldn't get over feeling the whole time that it just didn't feel like Star Wars... Um, a lot, a lot of the same feelings that I had during Ryan Johnson's Star Wars, where it's like, it feels like somebody who do, who only kind of read the Wikipedia page of Star Wars, making it, uh, you know, and like only kind of hitting the beats. The dialogue just didn't feel right, and a, a lot of the stylization, especially, I know it's been talked to death. The the lightsabers' <laughs> intense glow 
was it it just didn't feel like it fit in the same universe as everything else. I had a problem with the with the storytelling. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, it did feel like Star Wars out of place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like I I I was seeing Vader and Obi Wan, but it kind of felt like a surreal type of vibe where it was like, I'm not sure if this is like canon or not. Yeah, it, yeah, it felt like a fan film. Yeah, <laughs> that's I I I haven't watched any of it just to clarify, but. I was oh. talking to I was talking to Liz earlier, and she watched it. I guess like shocking it with you yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a good take on it. She was like, "It feels like that." I mean, everything that comes to the theaters now for like their main, you know, big productions is so impactful that they don't want to almost like do anything over here for the shows that make it like changing. This like is life changing. This is another series that could have been a movie. Yeah, for sure. And I um. And it After, probably would have done better, right? Like, oh yeah, for sure. I also think that this has confirmed my 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 theory that Disney should stop making six episode shows. I mean, and they should. How, just how many movies. times do they have to learn this lesson? Like Obi, <laughs> how many, how many times, times you got to teach, teach you this lesson, lesson old man? Six episodes is not enough to tell a good enough story. It's like either make it a movie or make it a longer series. I think like we said before, 10 to 12 episodes is the sweet spot. Dude, they fucking like there is moments of greatness in this and we're just going to go full spoilers. Um, What would you say is the best moment? Anything having to do with Vader. I think the flashback sequences with oh, that Anakin was, that was good too. were the strongest. I mean, he's a forty-year-old, twenty-two-year-old, but whatever. <laughs> he they they really tried to de-age him, but boy, well, he was still he was still wrinkly. They couldn't. Hey, they he's couldn't, out in the sun. They couldn't all the time. <laughs> they couldn't de-age him enough though, because as soon as they use too much de-aging, then they get criticized for using too much de-aging. Whereas now the opposite has happened, where they didn't de-age them enough. So now they're being criticized for like, looking too funny. You know how everybody <laughs> talks shit on on like CGI as it's like it always looks bad, but when you do CGI right, you the audience doesn't even know that it's there. Yeah. So, but they, they 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 keep going to one extreme or the other where it's like it's it's obvious because there's too much or it's obvious because there's not enough. They haven't figured out where the sweet spot is. Um Yeah, I like seeing them on Coruscant though. That was nice. It was I wanted more of that. You know, like I get it was yeah. one flashback sequence, but you know, a little bit more would have been peppered throughout would have been fun. Did you guys feel that it was like, I guess I want to say like reminiscent enough of like classic star Wars Fuck that no, no, and you not think at all, do you think because of like the characters they were choosing, they were trying to do that and they just fucked it up? No, or? I don't think they had any idea about that. I think they, they have like some like rules about like, you know, there's gotta be sand. There's always gotta be sand. Um, everything's got to be gray and dark for no fucking reason. And that last episode was so dark, I couldn't even tell what was going on. I actually was like, my TV. I saw more just glare from you know my room than what was going on in, on I, the TV. Wow. I had the HDR on, and I got to see a little bit more. But even I was like, can we get a fucking light source, please? Like the mm-hmm. moon or something. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just any anything having to do with Vader was the best for me, and I'm just not into the story and characters. I think R- Riva's character is absolutely preposterous. I think she had a lot of potential, and they just wasted it. 
Yeah. Um, she, uh, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even understand what her goal was after, you know, obviously, and again, we're doing spoilers, but her goal was to take down Vader from the inside. And in the last episode, she wants to kill Luke for what reason? Like, how is it? Why? How does that get revenge? How does that make you feel better by killing a, an innocent child? Um, and besides that, she and the other Inquisitor got stabbed through the gut same as Qui-Gon Jinn and, and they both they survived both yeah I mean it cauterizes the wound <laughs> well how come Qui-Gon died Mike you He's know they, dead, they, they, they just hit him in the wrong spot I want to see the movie that they're making for after this because whatever adventure him and spirit Qui-Gon are about to go on is going to be fucking lit <laughs> well, they're, ta- they're talking about you know like season two both uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen say they want to do a season two but I, I don't want any more. I don't want any more. All right, so let me ask you a question, Nick. Strictly about the Vader stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it in the fifth and sixth episode? I liked Vader when he's on the like any when he's on a ship commanding his his uh, you know subordinates. I thought it was great when it's him and Obi Wan. Uh, I it was just okay, like. If you, those like the the third and fourth episode when they have the fight and it's like just Obi Wan running away, it was really lame. And in five and six, it was a little bit better, but um, at that point, I had kind of just stopped caring. Um, Bro, I think they figured it out in this one in five in the episodes five and six. How so? Explain yourself. They figured out how to make Vader duel somebody and not make it look like a fucking mess. His right. duel against Riva is literally the best Vader duel ever. It's really? fucking unreal. Oh yeah, dude. First she has a double lightsaber and he fights her with just the force. Never picks up his lightsaber. Oh, that's badass. Okay. Then eventually he gets the lightsaber and breaks it in two and i was like yo are we about to see vader use two single double i mean two two <laughs> single lightsaber single <laughs> like that would be fucking sick but instead he throws one to her and he and he like oh. duels her like traditionally and he wrecks her and like but it's like to the point where it's like she moves around him a lot and the way they film it he doesn't have to because you know he's big and clunky and awkward but his moves are still fucking sick because he uses the force for a lot of them. Right. Like there's one where he straight up throws the lightsaber behind him and like catch and like blocks two of her attacks and like catches it in his hand. I was like, see, this is fucking thought out. Like this is how Vader would fight. And then his I, I duel, think you're right about that. His but duel also against I w- Kenobi. Oh, oh my god. Bad. They no amazing. Oh, okay. Oh, amazing. Like they actually built up. If they would have done this if they would have done the whole master apprentice relationship a little bit more than rushing it in the last three episodes right and we got that duel that would have sent me over the top the only reason the only reason i had any that would have popped (laughs) the only reason i had any sort of interest or sympathy for it or empathy was because i'm familiar with these characters for like 20 years at this point Whereas, like, if I was just watching this show dry, it wouldn't have made that much sense. But the dialogue that happens with their lightsabers and, then like, he raises it up to his, like, it's it's unreal. It's, like, between Obi-Wan and Vader. Well, I mean, 
And like you hear the moment Obi-Wan cuts him off. Yeah. Like it just starts calling him Darth. I was just like fucking genius. It's all like all of this right here is genius. This is great Star Wars. Everything else besides for those moments in five and six, awful. (laughs) Well, I mean like not good. This is definitely made for like I don't think anybody's going into this more like dry. Like if you're gonna watch the Obi-Wan one, yeah. I mean, yeah. And like like that moment hits, but it, it hits because it has so much history. But the imagery too right um of the duel itself uh because once again somebody cuts open vader's fucking mask and you see inside of it and they have a mix of james earl jones hayden christensen's voice saying like um i'm not your greatest failure you didn't kill anakin skywalker and he says i he's i did and raises his lightsaber so it's like this big red glow it was just nicely done Right. And they didn't play up that relationship enough, though, for to really send it home. You know what I mean? The only reason it went anywhere is because we're familiar with all the characters. That's my point. Why, that, Nick? What I, do you that's, think? That's part of the reason why it didn't really do much for me was because I was so caught up in ev- how much the show uh, just didn't give a shit about everything else around it. You know, it was just kind of doing its own thing and kind of breaking the rules and everything that was established from the prequels and the sequels, where I just had kind of disengaged at that point. But now hearing you describe the fight, I'm like, yeah, that was a good fight. Why didn't it matter to me? It's just be like... Because it was... had no time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, you're you know, right. You've never... We, that's a good angle to explore how Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, what their relationship is now... That they're in this place and they barely ex- they just touched it a right, little like bit. And like ultimately the other problem I have is it's prequelitis, bro. Every single thing that was going to happen, I was just like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because Darth Vader is definitely not dying here. I go, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't matter because Obi-Wan's still got to train Luke. Now, like, is, this, is this too nitpicky? For me, I kept thinking about the line in A New Hope when Darth Vader says, "The last time I saw I you, think about uh, that I, you know, all the like time. you were the master and I was the apprentice." I, they recon that was an awesome line that they have just recon the shit out of. And because- I, like, I don't want to feel like I'm nitpicking, but I kind of wish that they never had an encounter. The whole I, third, I, act- I would have loved for this to just be Obi Wan having a, like a soul searching adventure, and yeah, it wouldn't be action packed, but it would be like an emotional journey for him. Yeah, like you'd feel Vader's presence, but. It's not yes, like they, like, they, the, like yeah. the loom in danger. Of- right. And I mean, like they just retcon that line. And I think about that all the time because that line is literally what sets up the third act of fucking revenge of the Sith. Yeah. You know? So, and that was a bit, I remember at the time watching, that, I was like, Oh shit, this is it. Like that technically is Darth Vader. Like, Oh fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, um, but yeah, other than five and six, I've why just watch clips of this on youtube so this did, is- it bo- did, did the lightsaber thing bother you like it bothered me they didn't look like star wars lightsabers they they looked like a like a fan film lightsaber i don't i didn't think there was any problem with the lightsabers so for me because like they're using uh like they have uh, like an actual light source in the lightsaber now so they have to accommodate for that rather than it just being like a rod yeah um so that and it's like they oversaturated the glow. I don't, I I kind of like the idea of it giving off actual ambient light. Well, I think but it, everything was just like deep saturated red and blue the whole time, 
And if you look at any of the previous films, even the ones that do implement a glow around it, it's just a, a light splash of color, not just everything being soaked in it. There's a, there's I, criticism I think, online in support of what you're saying there. I think of uh, I don't want to be just like that guy parroting all of, these um, other takes, but it bothered me. I think of what's that movie? Um, Attack Good of the Will Clones. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Good <laughs> when they have the lightsaber battle. No, in uh, Attack of the Clones, when they have the lightsaber battle, there is a part where the lights go out, and uh, Dooku and I think it's Anakin are swinging above their heads. And you see all of the uh, the glow upon their face. And that's what it made me think of. I don't know. That didn't really bother me too much. I kind of like it. It looked cool. It says it like... I, if is, they toned it down like 50%. Yeah. It says I'd it comes okay from like what you said, Nick, where it's like they're using actual light sources in them. Yeah. And because they're like LEDs and how human eyes visually like interact with LED lights it kind of fucked up the footage and then like the darkness of the footage kind of like they couldn't like fix a lot oh, of it in post makes sense but it has a it is an 83 on the tomato meter and a 63 on audience score do you guys that makes sense do you guys that agree sounds, like, that sounds about right yeah i i don't know if i, I can't believe it, the, like i can't believe 60, the critics but around there i can't okay. believe the critics like this though are they like yeah it's a limited series so it's you know you, you, this is what you should expect but it's I just can, like i'm tired of I'm tired of you're media- tired of limited. Series I'm tired life. of mediocrity. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yo, uh, being tired of limited series, I think the boys finale is next week. Is or is it this week? It's not or this coming week. I yeah, think. I think, I think thinking- so. It's got one or two, maybe. All right. Either way, though, I'm about to shotgun that because whenever that ends, we're. It's we're been doing- it's been good so far. Yeah. I've How long heard. are the episodes? 40, 40 minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. forty to fifty. I- uh, I need. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any episodes, and it's something that I w- I've always oh. been meaning to get around it's, to. It's, so. it's, same, it's, same. it's heavy. Like it is like very gory. Dude, like, the deep, first like, episodes is one of the first yeah. best first episodes of television ever produced. But like very dark, heavy content. So if you're going to intend to like shotgun it from the beginning, just prepare to be like very fatigued from it. Yeah, I remember watching the first episode when people were like, "This show's amazing. This show's amazing." I put it on. I was like. Ah, uh, this show's okay, and then that last ten minutes happens, and you're like, "Oh man, I need to see how this ends." Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. All right, but either way, though, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, I'd give this like a fucking. I'm gonna give it like a three out of ten. <laughs> wow. My God. Yeah, I'd probably come in around there. Cause it's like it's just so like it it took the energy out of me, and it's, it's just, like I was looking at my phone throughout the whole thing. It's just so frustrating because there is nuggets of good in there, and right. like mm-hmm. if they just mined it a little bit longer, they would have had a whole golden armor suit. From yep, keep going. You know, I, you know what I kept thinking about the uh, the the whenever Leia's little droid came up, I just like. When you see R2-D2 and C-3PO, it feels like a part of the universe that, yeah, you can make a toy out of that, but it felt like it had a purpose. Leia's little droid, it feels like the only reason it's a part of this is just to be a toy. Lola? Lola. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, probably. Like It's a handheld droid. Well, yeah, they saw what BB-8 did. So also, like, yeah. What but was... BB-8 felt like a piece of the universe. I know, but you Lola see... feels like a toy. There, it's like give it like here, play with this toy on screen, so kids will want to buy it. Welcome to capitalism. I like how yeah. Obi Wan gives Leia a holster. 
Oh, okay. Yep. So I just started blasting. So I just started <laughs> blasting. Uh, and uh, dude, was, how about the line in that last episode when? Uh, all right, so they're in like the transport ship, and Leia's playing, you know, with I, I, uh, with like other people on the ship who were scared, and she's like letting them play with Lola, and then like she sees Obi Wan, walks over to him, and she's like, "They were scared," so you know, like, and explains, "I was giving my like no child." You know, it's like walks over and it's like, I'm going to explain myself, you know, because I can tell by this man's look, <laughs> he needs me to explain what I'm doing right now. No, it's the force connection that she knows, Nick. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, Pat, did you think it was awkward when uh, that last scene, Obi-Wan shows up on the moisture farm and Joel Edgerton's like, you want to meet him? So Obi-Wan walks Hello over there. to Luke. And Luke just like stands up, like, and waits for him to approach. Like, doesn't say a word. Just stands there and waits to receive Obi Wan. <laughs> and Obi Wan says, "Hello, Hello there. there. <laughs> Hello there." I looked up a video of someone put all three of them together, and then, uh, then after all three of them play individually, they all play together. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Alec Guinness said it too. He's taken off the hood. Yeah. Um, is there anything else I want to mention about Obi-Wan? The only other thing I would say is I just agree with you, Nick, that um, I would have preferred this be like a movie. Imagine like a mummy movie, but it's Obi-Wan, you know, not Tom Cruise mummy, like Brendan Fraser. I want to have like like the the oh, Jedi mummies. The Jedi order is is a religious uh, cult, right? And he, he has disconnected himself from his faith. I want to see a movie where it's Obi-Wan rediscovering his faith. You know what I mean? That would have been the story. And it, it, it did touch on that, but it was just not focused on that. It was just a part of it. Like we need action. And then you can kind of sprinkle in so that kind of like, so there. kind of like the last Jedi. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> huh? Maybe. No. <laughs> Sounds like you already got that movie. <laughs> But it wasn't good, though. You, you want it, You want that, but a better version. Yeah, yeah. I want this again, but a better version. <laughs> Try it again. Yeah. I'll wait. More cheese. And I also thought that uh, Kumail was like, totally wasted. Who? Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot he was in this. He played a fake Jedi. Oh, fun. Okay. What's his name, Nick? Alpine? I don't know. Something oh, like uh, yeah, he did have a weird name. Um, what the fuck was it? And then uh, the Imperial officer, she was, I'm glad they killed her. Oh, uh, she was like the, the one who was actually part of the rebel alliance. Yeah. I, I liked her. I actually thought she was one of the best characters in the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing I else to say though. I, I just I got nothing. I got Stop nothing for you. Right just fuck it. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> fuck you, Disney. Nick, Sons did you give, bitches. did you give your rating on it out of 10? I I think I'd be come in somewhere around Pat three or four somewhere in there. God, it is like Disney does so not fucking know how to do these series. Yeah, T, for some reason they really stumble on TV. Like every week that we talk about a Disney show, it is like See, this sucks. You know, like the best of the best was like, yeah, it was a five. Like I didn't hate it. <laughs> Wandavision. Everyone's like, it's awesome. And now I want to go back and rewatch it and be like, was it awesome? Or was it just the first one? Also, re like I, I rewatched WandaVision probably a couple months ago or whatever um, prior to like Doctor Strange. 
And I was like, this could have been a movie. This this could have been a two-hour movie. Like, yeah. It's the same Could have been a Scarlet Witch movie. And I was like, the whole end with the other witch and everything. I was I feel like, like, she's a shit I, villain. I feel like, like they had a good idea with the whole, like, every episode mimics a different kind of sitcom. I like right. that idea. But we still got to tell it. I mean, I, I even like the story. Yes, maybe I do like WandaVision. Just it's, that last it, episode, that's kind of I mean, like the final like fight and everything. And her with, whole justification sucks. Yeah. But either way, we're getting but, off topic. Yeah, anyway. Um, okay. Do better Disney. Yeah, do better at Disney is where we're at. <laughs> DBD. So. Um, just just start making longer series and, and writing better stories. Well, just making but fucking movies. Start with making them longer. And they, they have a point to the fact that they're a TV show. Make my space wizards real. I don't think that's outrageous to ask. Yeah, I don't think that's too much to ask. They owe me this. Um, what don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna All right. go with the drop. So, uh, moving on to the main topic for the t- for today's show, the one, <laughs> the only, Laz Berman's Elvis Presley. Laz Berman. That's his name. Boz Lerman. There we go. <laughs> You were joking. I thought you were joking too. Laszlo Berman. Yeah, you know his his, his Bizarro director friend. <laughs> oh boy, but Boz Lerman's Elvis. I said his name the whole way to the theater, and Liz was like, "What is that?" And then it didn't say his name in the opening credits, but I got her on the end. Yes, it does. It just says Elvis Presley. <laughs> it says. Boz Lerman on like the there's like a big uh like poker chippy kind of thing. I did not see that. Yeah, it's 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 in between one of the fifteen like welcome to Las Vegas shots. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we'll do non spoilers first. <laughs> Again. I'm, I'm gonna exit the chat just because I do intend to see this movie and I don't wanna hear about it. So uh peace. Bye, okay, Nick. bye Nick. Thank you, thank you. Are we, gonna, are we gonna get him back for uh I don't know. I we'll didn't see. talk about that. <laughs> I thought about we'll it. I, I it's been on my mind, but like just cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, Boz Lerman, are y'all familiar with? Laz like, Berman. I guess not. Uh, <laughs> he made Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah which I know is, that. Uh, I've never seen. Uh, he made Great Gatsby, which is an awful film. Don't watch really? it. Really? Oh, it sucks so bad. Hmm. I didn't hate it. Um, his other, like, very, I want to say, like, cult famous one is the um, Romeo and Juliet with Leo DiCaprio. Oh, Oh, oh yeah, which yeah, has right. the um, like the motif of that Radiohead song throughout the whole thing, which is cool. I saw this in high school, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's an awesome movie." I saw it in high school too, and I remember there's a nude scene in it. And, they, <laughs> and, and well, oh, they fast forwarded. Yeah, through that. yeah, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> is that like they didn't just leave it on? But <laughs> it was like, well, well, well. Yeah, it's um. We also watched Schindler's List too. We did that. We watched American History X in high school. Why? It was because it was a. I went to like a like an art high school, so mm-hmm. we watched like history through film. I think was the class, so oh, we got okay. to watch a lot of. It's like yeah, we watched um, Schindler's List, and then we watched American History X, and I was just like, holy fuck! <laughs> like, All right, you think they'll ever make you watch the Elvis movie? But yeah, for when I go back to high school, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Laz Berman, <laughs> Bosler, Bosleman. Um. Well, okay. So, so a couple of things I want to say right off the bat. This was not the movie I was expecting when I saw it. I was expecting a movie from Elvis's perspective himself. And I feel like it's non-spoiler. It's actually it's actually a, like a PSA to be like, "Hey, the Elvis movie is really good, but 
it's not from it's from this perspective of his manager. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting and I had the same the same kind of like reaction. Yeah, actually, yeah. Literally the first 2 minutes of the movie, you get the like the plot device setting up that it's Tom Parker or Colonel Tom Parker, which is his manager played by Tom Hanks. He's dying because he's, you know, an old fuck and it's whenever. I don't know when he died. It doesn't matter. He's an asshole. He stole half of Elvis's money. More than that. And probably embezzled. And he's an asshole. And we figure that all all through the movie. But you learn that he's being like pulled to the hospital because he's he's old and he's dying. And this is kind of like his vision of his life happening. So it's it's like it's a it's a recontextualization through his eyes of the past. Where right. he is the he's the narrator. Right. And it's got this fever dream like quality to it because really it's like his DMT yeah, trip I was, before <laughs> I was he dies. Say, he's dumping all his DMT. Yeah, you know. He's <laughs> shitting his pants for one last time. <laughs> he's on the way out. And god damn it, does that ICU I smell. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Jess, did you what did you think it was gonna Did you um, have a similar kind of take? Yeah, like I first of all, I didn't really know about Tom Parker, like who he was and his relationship with Me him. Neither. So then I really didn't think that it was going to be from his perspective because that kind of doesn't really seem genuine. But um, I mean, I didn't hate it overall. It was definitely interesting, but not what I was expecting. But I think that's the 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 Boslerman charm. Yeah, I was you know? I was going to say like looking at it at like as it was unfolding. I was like, if anybody else probably did this, I would be a little more mad. But I was like, this is kind of what to expect from a Laz Berman movie. <laughs> Yo, there was not Lazy as B. much drug usage as I thought there was going to be. Do you, do you want to get into the, the, the criticisms first and then the, the good stuff? or uh, I, It's one of those things where it's like, I walked in wanting to see an Elvis biopic. And I got that. It's just got a super signature style and a way of telling its own story. And like... It's it's not like there's it's not your typical biopic where it's like you watch them rise to the heights of their career and then just crash all the way down. Because like, you know, like MC Hammer, like too much money or like too much coke or like Like Elvis famous like Elvis (laughs) like had a decline was fucking Elvis was famous at like what's a 17, 18 or whatever early on yeah early on. And he was just like 30 for like fucking years. And then just fucking tanked and like he didn't tank where like he was still incredible by the time he died like he was still an amazing singer he was but like he was so strung out on drugs and like so that is shit taking like, so advantage unhealthy, like taking advantage of by his handlers you know what i mean like so that like it you didn't really need to see that story it was more like highlights the one thing that i am critical of the movie over is they just kind of gloss over the Priscilla stuff. And if, as a joke, but seriously, I was wondering how they were going to handle that. Mm-hmm. Because Elvis is just one of the many, like, rich and famous people that, you know, we glorify in our society. That is off- also a rampant pedophile. Like, yeah, well, you know, the the whole. Like, I don't think that's a hot take in 2022. No. I, I, I think from the whole perspective of the film, like, obviously, Elvis is a state had to approve this and they endorsed it and everything. Oh yeah. So Priscilla I, herself said it's the best it's, it's yeah. the best one they've ever done. So you do get the like neutering of Elvis in a lot of different ways. Like it does not go into like his yeah, his sex addictions, his drug addictions, like addictions to food, all of that kind of thing. You get 
and I think they do that craftily by doing it through Tom Parker's visualization because it's, I don't call, I wouldn't call it like a biopic. It's literally just a musical told by him as a narrator. Yo, the musical aspect of this, I thought actually was kind of a disappointment. Really? Yeah. Um, and maybe that's because like I have a different, well, I wasn't going into this being like, dude, this shit's going to be sung the whole way through. And it's going to be awesome. Um, I went in expecting to at least hear some signature Elvis tunes at times of his career. Right. And like the one, the first scene we're ramping up to that where I, I like the opening where they kind of hold back showing his face until he's on stage and yeah, making all the ladies go wild. I like that one. The second one where it's like, okay, now they're on TV. Like, what are they going to play? And then it just cuts and like to like what to whatever the it's like, no, I wanted to see that show. Like I wanted to see that performance. Know. You know, I wanted to be in that moment with them. Um, you know, I was into it, though. I, that's my biggest disappointment is what I didn't get. The stuff that we do get is really fucking good, though. That's a good point. You know, I, like for a lot of the film score itself actually is really interesting because you have a lot of Elvis songs that are either like remixed, rearranged or you have. You have like some hip hop, you have like some kind of like trap ish kind of like beats in there. Like, is that a Nicki Minaj song that happens at one time or something? Oh, yeah. Or, and I mean, like, that was in, they did that shit in um, Great. Um, uh, yeah, where you had like <laughs> Great Mr. Gatsby. Berman put that in his, uh, put that in Great Gatsby. And I remember there was one part, that movie takes place in like 1925 yeah, or something. Yeah, back, back in, back in the like rum running days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Spider Man Lotus would have been yes, a hit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so. Oh so um i forgot what i was gonna say oh uh there was a scene where leonardo DiCaprio is looking out of a window and he hears the party outside and it's playing music from 2014 yeah so you know? there there's gonna be a bit of like anachronism in that way that i think people like if my parents went to go see this movie they would have problems with the like remixes and not not necessarily like the modernized music but like what you said, where we're not getting the straight Elvis songs in the way yeah. that you expected them to hold anchor points to the film. Yeah. So I uh, thought there, it worked. There was there was one bit where they did that, though, and that was um his protest song. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. <laughs> Famous protest song. Famous protest song, Here Comes Santa Claus. They are going no, to No, and play. I looked up the real video of that, and yeah. they did that really well. And Austin Butler's voice, you know, he trained for a while for I think almost a year before they started shooting to get his to get his voice like just speaking voice also to like to sound as sound like Elvis and like I've listened to some of Elvis's music since watching the movie and dude that guy's voice was literally one of a kind yeah he like I mean yeah and I think okay so that with that I did not get the emotional appeal or the emotional like pull of the Elvis music and performances. I think all of like the movie focused too much. And I know this will be a little bit weird, but it's like, it focused a lot on the physicality of his performance because that yeah. was the big thing for Elvis. But I think it, you know, was incorrectly balanced. Like you have a lot of Elvis music, his actual like vocal talent, his like all of the musicality of it rather than the performance well, that it didn't give me that. Like aside from the last thing, the very end where it showed the clip where it like splits between Austin Butler and actually Elvis at his final performance. Like that was the only one where I was like, Oh yeah, there's the weight. Um, the one thing, uh, that I did find to be interesting. Cause I don't really know too much about this, uh, was Elvis Presley's life in Hollywood. And I like how, 
there's no way Elvis just lived on the lot in a trailer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like, once again, that's, that's this guy's interpretation of it. You know what I mean? That's how he's seeing it go on. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess, um, like how many picked, how many movies did he have? He had a bunch of Hollywood movies. Yeah. He yeah. had, he had a ton. And he originally, he had like really good movies and groundbreaking movies. And then eventually they just started putting him in anything. Right. That's what they talked about. They yeah. were like, you know, we are going to do shit that that's pretty much like throughout. You can see like the colonels, like in, you know, impressions and influence and all of this, where it's like Elvis wants to, you know, Elvis wants to be the next James Dean. Yeah. This is Elvis's dream. He has this, they make it happen once really well. And then the colonel is like, how can I exploit this? And you just see that like repeated throughout Elvis's career. Yeah. So, you know, he's making a bunch of shit movies. No one cares about. He's doing a Christmas special for a sewing company you know, to pay the bills. Yeah. So it's instead of did the protest song, instead he did the protest song. But yeah, I mean, stylistically, I think was the mo is the mo is the thing you can criticize the most, but also I've never seen a movie told like this, like, well, like I know great Gatsby had these qualities to it too. However, this was like over the top. Yeah. Turn it up to 11. It was because of it being his fever dream. And, you know, the whole thing about the colonel is, you know, which is fucking hysterical, is that, like, all of these snow jobs that he's doing, <laughs> they just say that, like, 50 times. It used to be my word. Snow job? Yeah. Yeah. You know what a snow job is, right? Now I know what a snow yeah, job is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you gotta ask, Snowman you know? keeps snowing. Like. <laughs> Snowman does it again. <laughs> but Can you do the accent for Tom Hanks? No, I, I don't think I, I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. What was that accent? It, he was from so Holland. He was so I'm rep- from Holland. <laughs> Isn't that, <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> he's so repulsive too. The prosthetics <sighs> he's in, like he looks like um. He looks like the penguin. Fahrenheit nine eleven. What's his name? Fahrenheit four fifty one. No, no. Oh. Um, the guy, Michael Moore. He looks oh. like Michael Moore. <laughs> I thought he looked like the penguin because they had the, yeah. the prosthetic for his nose where it just kind of like slumped down. Yeah. And then when whenever he there was like a profile of him, that honker was really. Yeah. Whew, it, it, it entered the room before he did. Big old gizzard <laughs> of a neck. Kind of yeah. Going on. Yeah, he oh, he does. There's there's a lot of uh, Michael Moore. There he is. A lot of overlap with Michael. Moore. I saw him on real time. And since, you know, his chin becomes his neck. His makeup line stopped right here. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one blended it down or all. Yeah. Oh. Um, I did like, I did like seeing the, um, or well, kind of going back. Like, yeah, there's a lot of weird use for how the story was told. Like, there were things where it was like, you know, when he was in Hollywood doing the movies, it was like the uh, the beginning of a show or the beginning of a movie. It was like starring this and him and him. Like the way that it was creatively using the storytelling yeah i think helped keep the movie uh the movie really engaging yeah because you get the differences between like 19 you know what like 40 to 1970 yeah around that um you get different stylistic choices throughout all of that and it's chopped up in a way that makes it like it's a long movie yeah it's almost three hours long and i think the way that it's done in that really helps kind of continually move it along and it doesn't feel like you've just segmented portions of his life it helps it flow really well yeah like you know through time in that way how do you think how do you feel it paid tribute to his influences 
That's a good question. I don't because, think it touched that. Like, well, it kind of oh, did. Oh, sorry, like, from it, his influence, yeah. like not how he influenced. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Not how he influenced yeah. pop culture, but I mean. I did like, you know, like you had B.B. King, you had Little Richard, you had a couple of like those other famous, you know, old school like, yeah. R&B kind of um you know, like also like stars. the churches that he was in as a kid yeah. and like that helped him like move out of day. what i liked in the beginning when like his friend goes to pull him out of the church and he's, he's like, like he's got the spirit in him now yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh i mean i thought those scenes were good and those were real musicians and real singers and they all sound yeah it was really gary clark good. jr was the dude that he's like peering through oh i'm pretty sure that's gary clark jr really um I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I know that Gary Clark Jr. was in it. And I think that's him because he's a high ass voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the musical performances were great. Like the acting, the singing, like how he, how he sounds that much like Elvis is, is very wild to me. Yeah. The later stuff isn't him though. That's Elvis. Yeah. Like, yeah. The early stuff though. That's Austin Butler. It sounds great. Yeah. Like <laughs> you can definitely tell too, like when he's doing the original recording of whatever that, singer's song is like the first time he's recording it son yeah. and his voice is high as shit like, yeah i'm like okay that's austin butler like, yeah exactly singing that um so yeah overall I, I i think this is a great biopic i think if you want to definitely check it out it's not like hilariously funny but there is fun moments in it it's not like super dramatic but there is quite a lot of drama and it's not it's it doesn't feel slow but it's definitely two and a half hours yeah. for sure there's I, a lot in there that they cover it's it's done in a way and it's gonna like tell me if you got this i felt like a lot of the movie is done like a trailer for the movie yes like it feels like that that. that's the pace we're talking about i've heard you could have trimmed 20 minutes out of this movie you could have definitely taken some shit (laughs) off and it's in you there were elements of the movie where i felt like you were kind of dumb or like it didn't need to be like when he's, you know, getting high in his hotel room and just shooting out the TVs and everything. I know that's to show like his decline and like his, you know, mental state. Yeah. But it's like you only want to touch on that a little bit and you want to like do a whole thing with that. It's just like all of that is weird. You get yeah. the whole visualization of Elvis almost as like, you know, because it's from the colonel's view, but you yeah. get it in a way that is kind of cheap. I yeah, feel like, I think I think. I think you're right. And at the end of the day, my only criticism would have been more. I want more sex, more drugs, more rock and roll, more Priscilla. Like those are the things I wanted to see. more rawness about it as opposed to, you know, the colonel showing the, um, you know, the snow job. About yeah. It. Like he only had one girl in his bed one time. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. And then they like they they a couple times he was hinted at doing drugs. And it's just like, no, dude, Elvis used to fucking house drugs okay he was the guy who did drugs for a long time (laughs) like um uh i wanted to see i wanted to see more of the more performances but i wanted to see how they changed like what it was playing on the radio and what was this and like you know like because elvis had a big cultural movement you know he was making those women feel something they (laughs) had never felt before (laughs) they were guilty for feeling they were guilty for feeling yeah like, that's what I want to see more of that. Like, that, you know, those <laughs> bigger on those, but this was more along the lines of like the business and how this guy fucked over his career. It was, yeah. I still think it was done with too much of a, you know, like a happy lens. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's, it's fine. It's, you, you get it from the whole, like, 
the whole thing is him justifying that he didn't kill Elvis, basically. Is yeah. the, the whole point of the film is him yeah. being like, you know, I didn't kill Elvis. It was love that killed you Elvis. Know, yeah. And it was like, no, you took all of his money and you had a doctor fucking pump him full of morphine to sleep on a plane for, you know, like, yeah. you killed Elvis. <laughs> Are you I mean, drugging him like a fucking track horse? Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> ketamine, ketamine, ketamine. Uppers, downers, uppers, downers. Yeah, but I just, I think that's such a weird Elvis lens. could barely stand. Get <laughs> him in a bucket of water and he goes on that stage the tonight. The most important <laughs> thing is that that man performs on that stage tonight. That's pretty good. <laughs> I've, but I do, like I said, I loved when he was talking about the you know, I saw Elvis one more time. <laughs> was his final performance, and he could barely stand. I want to be like, because of you. I, that's that's what like, and I do love at the very end, though it kind of gives him his comeuppance. Like, he Elvis. Well, yeah, you want to talk about that where they're just like, Elvis died. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the plane flies away. Like they beg because at that time he was like thirty eight, thirty nine. He was. 40 no 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 no. he was 42 when he died but when they sh- but when they're asking him to go to rehab he's in his late 30s yeah he's like and close to 40 yeah. yeah and they said please come on like you're gonna die if you keep doing this and he was like nope yeah. he's passing off the his kid between him and priscilla yeah and he gets in the plane and you know waves to everybody and lisa flies marie away. yeah and then it just does a grease <laughs> everybody flies <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's right. and, and then, then it's a, just pa- a paper some, comes up a yeah. f- uh, paper Elvis Newspaper. dies at 42 I was like wait a goddamn minute I'm not gonna see Elvis die on the shitter <laughs> what did I come I'm here for I'm not seeing him eat the 12 inch like triple bologna bacon <laughs> peanut butter jelly sandwich that was like 10,000 calories do you know he like did that wait what oh, here I'll, pu- I'll pull it up but I don't know if I like in his ending days, he was eating something like upwards of 10,000 calories a day. That's why he just like, you know, that's why his heart gave out when he was taking a shit. Cause his cholesterol just, you know, shot through the roof. Is there pictures of it? I don't know if there's pictures of it, but um, final meal calories or something like that. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, here. So a basic element of Elvis's daily food intake was a 30 centimeter long bread roll stuffed with bacon, peanut butter, and strawberry jam. Each one... Had, this is also from abc.net.au, oh, I'm so seeing I don't know. It. I'm seeing it Each right one now. had 42,000 calories, and he ate two of them a day. I oh my don't God. think that could be right. Well, I'm 42, seeing right 000, now he, Elvis Presley's lethal 12,000 calories oh, a day that. diet. Uh, his waistline tripled in five years, and I'm seeing a picture of him left and right at the beginning and the end of his career, and Elvis looks like an old Karen in... He's got like a meatloaf vibe. Look at this. Priscilla, give me the sandwich. Help, I'm being threatened by a bird watcher. Can you please send the police? And then this looks like a guy who fucks. (laughs) Okay. You are not wrong, though. Okay, this lady thing gets fucked. This guy does the fucking... Okay. There's I'm no so doubt glad. in my mind. Oh, if you scroll scroll down, someone's got like a recreation of the sandwich he ate. Oh yeah, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Look at this shit. Imagine Whoa. this big fat fuck right Two in your of face. Those a day. Yeah. That's so it's peanut butter, what else? Crazy. Peanut butter, jelly, bacon. 
like what? Like, Does that even taste good? We should try the Elvis sandwich. You want to? We could make an Elvis. We could definitely make an Elvis sandwich. A P B B J. Yeah. Yeah, this one says it's probably more accurate. These are the dishes he ate as part of his lethal ten to twelve thousand calorie a day diet. Fried yeah. peanut butter and banana sandwich. Have you ever had one of these? <laughs> no, they're Manny. fucking delicious. And he would just eat these. They're great. They're not too bad. Like if you just like, if I had Elvis money for a personal chef, I would just have him make me just healthy ass, fulfilling meals. These the sandwiches are really good. Like if you take like peanut butter and like banana and you just kind of like toast Elvis's it up on the Elvis's sandwiches, stove. man, they're fucking great. Ten out of ten. So it's from Elvis's kitchen: meatloaf, two pounds of ground beef, one cup of this onion, pretty, one this cup is of pretty standard bell pepper. <laughs> but still, this is just for him. Now that just is a meatloaf recipe for him. Like, the ultimate meatloaf lover. From Elvis's kitchen. And meat were Presley's favorite by all accounts. Every meal he ate. Was either some sort of meat, whether it be roasted beef, <laughs> ham, steaks, boneless chicken, hamburger steaks, meatloaf, and Wait, of course, on. Presley loved everything that had to do with Scroll bacon. Scroll down, read the read uh, right underneath the picture. Elvis's party meatballs <laughs> was the name of meatballs he wrapped in bacon. Another one of his favorite sandwiches was burnt bacon crumpled on top of mayonnaise, canned oh, black olives, that. and chopped pe- pecans. Between white bread with it, its crust, yo, honestly, That's disgusting. Honestly, why didn't we get fat Elvis in this movie? Now I think that I'm thinking about we it. we got like slightly heavy Elvis, yeah, right a little bit, end. like with at the end. But I also love that. No, it was but like, that was that wasn't Austin. No, Butler. I, That's they, actually they Elvis. had him. They had him, and then they switched to all yeah. the Elvis shot. Oh, re- yeah. yeah, yeah. But in the car, in the car, when he's like passing off his daughter, uh-huh. and it was like, El- you know, all the news headlines were like, Elvis is, you know, hating his expanding waistline and da da da. And I was like, he's that still like me. ten fucking pounds in that shot. Like well, that was like the first time that you see him wearing a sweatsuit, though, which is like the yeah. first step into your decline. <laughs> your uh, juicy velour sweatsuit. <laughs> oh a typical yeah. Elvis <laughs> getting on the plane where you see his ass and it just yeah. is juicy. <laughs> a typical Elvis morning yeah. snack. Was four scoops of ice cream with six chocolate chip cookies. On top of that, he would eat coconut cake made by his uh, fellow following, following his, his beloved, oh beloved mother's oh. recipe every night. Made by and a during fellow. the Italian Presley, Presley would <laughs> sip on his favorite somebody. sodas: Pepsi Cola, orange, Mrs. Shasta Mrs. Black Cherry, which he stocked the fridge oh at all times. He also liked ice cream sandwiches, which of course bacon, sour cream, pound cake. Lemon, how do you say that? Meringue. Meringue, pie, and fried <laughs> pickles. I got wow. you, bud. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, so, did like, he not know anything about nutrition? Or fuck was he no. Just like, fuck it, dude. I'm a rock star. Yeah, I mean, he he just was doing a bunch of, you know, drugs. So he was just detached, and he was filling his void with eating. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, It's really sad. It is sad. Yeah, he, he was only, I didn't realize he was only 42. Yeah, yeah. I in my in my head he was a lot older, Dude, probably Priscilla because he looked and, like hell. Priscilla and the daughter are still alive. Oh yeah, they're oh, Priscilla's fifty three. I found out. Um, yeah, because there was like a ten year age difference between them or whatever. Priscilla, so Lisa Marie's daughter Priscilla. is Riley Keough, or whatever. How do you say her last name? She's like an an actress. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Keough. Oh yeah, she was in Zola. Yep. Yeah, that's um, Priscilla's granddaughter. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, the scariest and most dangerous weight loss program Presley was ever put on was Sleeping Beauty Diet. When you, you sleep, sleep and you don't, don't eat. eat. So Elvis took sed- sedatives to sleep for hours on end. 
He even pushed it so far when a doctor put him medically induced coma. Needless to say, the diet didn't help with Presley's problems. Okay, so there's why, you know. <laughs> like, it's again, because it's just like a doctor is like, you know what we should do to get you thin? Put you in a fucking coma. <laughs> Elvis yeah. never did lose the weight, and the last thing Mary Jenkins made for him was a cheeseburger. What Who the hell's Mary Jenkins? I don't know. In less than five months, Elvis Presley would be celebrated. Oh, in less than five months... Elvis Presley would have been an 87th birthday. Wow. Wow. Damn, yo. Elvis had a crazy <laughs> oh, diet. Mary Jenkins Langston was uh, a cook for Elvis Presley. Ah, oh, she did this. So, she, yeah. I mean, well, Elvis is just like. Elvis, you sure you don't want a vegetable? <laughs> <sighs> what do you think was in that, right? <laughs> was it bacon? <laughs> God, I'm good. <laughs> it's peanut butter or vegetable. It's peanut butter or vegetable. Peanuts in it. <laughs> is butter a carb? <laughs> is butter a carb? Okay. Um. So yeah, what would you give it? One out of ten. I give it like seven and a half. For how it is, that's not a four. I'd give it like an eight. Um. Eight. I think I like. I don't think people who are like Elvis, you know, longtime stands are gonna like the movie because it's not straight Elvis music and it's not just like. Elvis glorification in that kind of way, which I think a lot of people wanted. There were people crying in my theater. Mm-hmm. Was the, did you have that? Did you? No, dude, just some motherfuckers love Elvis. Yeah, I, I was like walking out and like, cause uh, you know, there's no, I don't think there's a post credit scene. <laughs> I, <laughs> Google is there. I, I, I wasn't gonna Sequel. stay to watch one. <laughs> yeah, Elvis so, doesn't need a post credit scene. Yeah, I get like I'm getting up and walking out, and I just see these like people just like in the back, like. Dude, yeah. it was a time in their lives. You know? I, I respect that. It was that, a time but... in their lives. They were fucked up. They were young, and they were watching one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Hey. And now they got kids who had grown up and left the house. They bought them this A-lister shit to see the fucking Elvis movie, <laughs> and now they're just reminded that their life has been a waste. I did not de- think that deeply <laughs> into this, seeing them cry, but sure. What about you? I mean, what would you say? I'll be honest. Like, I cheered up at the end. I'm human. Like, I, I'm not even, like, a huge Elvis fan, and it still affected me just, just because you could tell from the movie, like, how much he would put into his performances, and, like, he really gave his all, and, like... I don't. I get emotional when I see that, like per- performers that like really yeah, put everything like into it, and like just knowing how much of an icon he was, and like how sad it was that he we lost him so soon, and just wondering like how music might be different today if he was around longer. And um, I mean, I I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't what I was expecting, like I said. But um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a a, a good way to tell the story even though it wasn't like we really like like we were saying we really didn't see a lot of his downfall it was kind of like rise 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 and then like immediately yeah downfall yeah, normally like it's yeah. up the first half of the movie yeah and then it's down the second yeah half. like and shit I'm, hit the fan real quick like you, you get, i was expecting like that. you ever see blow with johnny depp yeah i was expecting that where it's a rise 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 fall 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 yeah yeah and it was not but either way, yeah, it was it was good though. I've, if you're interested, I check this out for sure. If you're a big Elvis stan, even if you're not, it might be the best one you get. So. It's a fun movie, and it definitely made me want to yeah. like listen to more Elvis music again. Yeah, like well, I he's gr- still a predator, so I'm not. <laughs> Jesus. <you know? laughs> so I was not exactly like you know what? Let's listen to more Elvis. Oh, I have another question though. I don't know if you guys thought about this, but um, so we all know that like his his influences were 
were black musicians, but like, did he ever give them credit? Because he was just straight up playing their songs, but did he ever say did he like Led Zeppelin it basically? <laughs> like, oh, he didn't write those songs. Are you no? No, like in the movie, it, they were like the people he was hanging out with, like in yeah. those clubs. Like they were singing the songs, and then he would sing the same songs as at his shows. Yeah, like Hound Dog, like that woman was singing it. And then he played it at his show. And, oh right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's um, they like they yeah, did that like, all the time back then. It was a lot more. Well, the whole common. reason why he checked him out was because he was white too. Remember? Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Um, he okay. So this is this says you know Elvis recorded more than six hundred songs in his career, but did not write a single song. It says it's impossible to confirm, but he was given co-writing credit in a lot of songs because I guess like the label how it was done i don't know if that's correct that's from playback well, FM. back in the day it made more sense to find somebody who could sing and perform and then you just have people who do all the songwriting so yeah you know what i mean like you know there are probably a lot of big artists who don't write their own material well that's that's it's the it's the kind of thing with like all of that early like r&b and like blues music you just kept playing and redoing different styles of it mm -hmm. and like even the songs that like got popular from one artist were covers of this or like a redone of the original like led, like I said, Led Zeppelin before. It was like a lot of their shit is like directly stolen from like old black musicians. Spirit, Spirit, that band that they stole Stairway to Heaven from. That and it's just a lot. There's a oh, lot. Really? Of, oh, I yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think they touched on. The, we talked about this before. They touched on them a bit. The movie touches on it a bit. That makes so much more sense now. Well, but like it wasn't a thing where he was like, I'm going to claim I wrote all these songs. It's, yeah. it's all about him performing the songs is yeah, what it was. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. I'd still give it a seven, seven, seven out of 10. That's where I'm at. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I, I would also give it a seven out of 10. Seven. Oh, yeah. Seven's all around. I'll, I'll, I'll drop it to a seven. It was eight, but I'm like, you know, we'll give it a seven. Okay. You ready? Oh yeah. Hold on. Is Nick coming back for this? Uh, he texted us about Minecraft later, so I don't think so. <laughs> oh, what did he say? Minecraft later? Question mark. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So what do we got here? Some um, kind of fire? Yeah, I saw this, and I don't know how it's gonna go. So. What is that? Okay. Is it like a candle on the end of a stick? Let's see. Okay. You ready, guys? Ready? Conjecture. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I should. Go. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Fuck. They didn't even shoot the good stuff. What the hell? <laughs> roll, roll! No, you gotta roll. <laughs> Is, it really bad? Is it really bad? Oh my god! Did you get third degree burns? Show the face. Show the face. Oh, oh fuck yeah! No. Like the editing. <laughs> they did yeah, there. that's bad. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so I. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a fucked up. so it's like they're trying to do the like, you know, blowtorchy thing. I didn't know that that this was going that way. So, it, yeah, it looks <laughs> like he's got a fucking marshmallow on a stick. <laughs> Why didn't they have a fire extinguisher? Because clearly this is not thought well. He's on a bike, Pat. Like you think they're prepared for this? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 
So Man. he's trying to do the thing where you like spit liquor and like just do the fire breathing thing. And of course he doesn't know how to do it. And it just catches all on his face. And think about liquor burning. You know, you can't just like wave that shit off. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, it's all in his mouth too. Yeah. He fucked up his face pretty hard. Oh. It looks like he just jumped right into the fire. <laughs> like he wasn't even trying. <laughs> he just rolled right onto it. Fuck. Oh my God. Hurry, put it out. It's going to burn you. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, because oh, he put his bike back on the fucking... Oh, right. He put his phone back on the bike. Oh, my God. Did you get third-degree burns? I also like that his friend is, like, instantly capable of diagnosing his third-degree burn. <laughs> <laughs> he got him, though. He fucking had him. That... Oh, man. And then that's we, no like, good. The fucking curb music at the end of it. <laughs> Is it bad, dude? Is it bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clinically, you have a third degree burn. <laughs> it's bad, bro. If you gotta ask, it's bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know if I don't know if I could put that last part on Instagram, but I'll put the first part on. Yeah, there. that's fine. All right. Well, with that said, uh, <laughs> comments, questions, concerns, just leave them shits below. Uh, give us a review. Molest that subscribe button. <laughs> Check out our other YouTube videos. We're clipping them down. Smash the like button. Smash it hard. Yeah. Real hard. <laughs> Why do you keep looking at me? Real hard. You know. Smash the like button. Real, Real hard. Real hard. <laughs> All right, folks. And yeah. Well, uh, what are we Shut doing next down. week? I don't know. We'll do something. We'll figure it out. We'll get some sleep. Right. Get us out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye.